So I was <clears throat> talking to a parishioner the other day, and um, suddenly I just felt such like an incredible fool, which you know for me is very rare. Um, and I was talking to a parishioner, and the parishioner said that her and somebody else, um, forget what, um, would be willing to help promote First Saturdays. And when she said that, I was like, well, wait a minute, how come I haven't promote, been promoting uh, First Saturdays? You know, like, I feel like, well, wait a minute, shouldn't I have been promoting First Saturdays? <laughs> Anyhow, um, and why I felt like such an incredible fool, because, you know, Mary asked to offer the First Saturday um, pray, and if you know, like, every time there's a major war, Mary appears praying for peace. And so why I felt like such an incredible fool, like, well, why wasn't I promoting it? Because how much more serious does the issue have to be? And I'm being a fool. Like, there's so, like, Russia and Ukraine, like, how much, when do things have to get so bad that you start promoting peace? Does that make any sense? So why I said I felt like a fool is, um, I'll just tell you, so this happens a lot in my priesthood, um, where, not a lot, but frequently. Somebody shows up in the middle of the night. They show up in the middle of the night, pounding on my door, and they have to talk to me. Now, you know, I hate being woken up because I already have sleep issues. So, you know, I'm already gonna be an obnoxious bear if you dare knock on my door in the middle of that. Like, seriously, it could be like nine o'clock at night and suddenly somebody's knocking on my door. Who the heck is awake at nine o'clock at night for the love of God? <laughs> and, you know, I hate to tell you, it's always the same thing. So, okay, somebody's knocking, answer the door. It's a man, it's always a man. And guess what he just found out? A man I wouldn't know from Adam. He just found out, his wife told him that he's, she's filed for divorce. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's always the same conversation and I'll say, oh, did your wife ask for counseling? Yeah, yeah, several times. Out of the dozens of times she asked that you go for counseling because your marriage in trouble, how many times did you ignore her? Or how many times did you say, let's work on this marriage? He says, well, I ignored her. Mm -hmm. So let me get this right. You were told dozens of times that there's a problem in your marriage and you decide to do nothing. And now when things are serious and there's consequences, now you want me, and I've never met you, to tell your wife who's Catholic, she's gotta put more effort into it. Um, I said, let me tell you something about women. This, uh, <laughs> you know, I know these things. <laughs> let me tell you, a woman is different than a guy. Um, a woman, uh, you know, she'll beg and beg and beg to change. But once she's made up her mind that she's done, she's telling you after she's already called the lawyer. You think now it's time to get ready. She's telling you she's done asking. Does that, uh, I said, you had your chance. You know, don't ask me to do your work for you. You get on your knees, you beg, you say, I'll go to counseling, but don't you ever come knocking on my door ever again when you're the one who let it get this bad. This is not my problem, this is your problem, and you better fix it and stop just yanking your wife along. So, like, you do not want to wake me up in the middle of the night. But, like, I'll tell the guy, you're a fool. How much warning do you need? 
So when somebody said, well, I'll promote for Saturdays, I felt like the guy on the doorstep. Like, how many warnings do you need that the world is in a serious situation? You know, we should be praying for peace. We should be doing what Mary said. So I just mentioned that on the Feast of the Annunciation, because hopefully you know this. The Pope and the bishops are consecrating uh, Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. There's a, in the back of the church, I put the consecration prayer. I'm not going to say it at this Mass because that's way too long. Um, but like, what I did is took the consecration prayer and divided it into five parts and turned it into a rosary. So, like, I read one-fifth and then said a decade of the rosary, then prayed the other part. I really like doing that this morning. So, highly recommend it to you. But you can say, well, Russia is already, you know, has the church in it. But what we're praying for is a consecration. We're praying that, like Mary, Russia and the Ukraine, that they'll say yes to Mary and the peace. And yes, you could say, yeah, the Russians, the church is there, that is true. But I don't know if you know this, but it's a well-known fact, that many former KGB had been, uh, became priests, well, didn't become priests. They, uh, what do you want, co-opted priests to work for the KGB. Even the current bishop of Moscow, Putin just gave him $43 million to remodel his home. Like, I need 43 models, million, to remodel a home. I mean, that's what's called a payoff. Does that mean they're already working for the government? Not all priests, but many. And so why shouldn't we pray for the Ukraine and Russia to be consecrated to the Immaculate Heart for Mary? Why shouldn't we pray? The world is so serious that why not pray for peace? So we, on the Feast of the Annunciation, yeah, we're going to pray for a spiritual renewal in Russia and Ukraine. But it sounds strange. We're praying that the same way Mary said yes to the angel Gabriel, that even the Russians and the Ukraine all will say yes to God, say yes to peace. So I love the fact that it falls on this day, and especially with the angel Gabriel, because I don't know if you noticed, but the angel Gabriel, he's in charge of change. Michael's the defender, the fighter. Um, Raphael the healer, and the angel Gabriel always appears when humanity needs to change. So he's the angel that inspires change. Well, not only glad today is Mary's the Annunciation, that yes, please let everybody in the world say yes to peace, yes to God, especially Russia and the Ukraine, but also pray that the angel Gabriel also inspires humanity to make one more change. And at least we not be called hypocrites. It's not only Russia that needs to be converted, but also us. I mean, I will pray for Russia to be consecrated and Ukraine, but let's not be hypocrites. Our own country could be converted as well. Um, so I, I love that consecration prayer. So, um, uh, Please take one home. Um, pray it. I, I loved how I prayed it, but you don't have to do that. Divide it into five parts, turn it into a rosary. But what I wanted to do was just uh, read one paragraph, my favorite line from the consecration prayer. So we're going to do that now. So please stand. What's that? 
of Prague. So please stand. Mother of God, our mother, to your immaculate heart, we solemnly entrust and consecrate ourselves, the church and all humanity, especially Russia and the Ukraine. Accept this act that we carry out with confidence and love. Grant that the war may end and its peace spread throughout the world. The fiat that arose from your heart opened the doors of history to the Prince of Peace. We trust that through your heart, peace may dawn once more. To you, we consecrate the future of the whole human family and the needs and expectations of every people the anxieties and the hopes of the world. Amen. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.